Welcome to the Life Unlimited Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice so you can confidently live your life your way for life. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Life Unlimited with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. I'm Larry's producer, Eric, and I'm here to learn along with you, the audience. Larry, how are you? I'm doing great today, Eric. I know you're a little bit under the weather. It's my first time having COVID, Larry. I'm so excited. I'm part of the club. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm still not part of the club, so oh. I, and I don't want to join that club. No, I'll stay in Nebraska. You stay over there. That's okay. <laughs> so you've got a guest in studio today. Who'd you bring in? I got a guest in studio, David Yakko. And, and since you're not doing so well, I'm going to read the introduction and the bio. Is that okay, I appreciate Eric? it. Yes, please. Okay. So David Yakko heads up the consulting practice for pension review services. Prior to joining Pension Review Services, Dave worked at Chernoff Diamond and Company, LLC, where he served as a chief consulting actuary for over 30 years. David also worked at Quasha Lipton and William Mercer, where he provided actuarial and consulting services. Dave is active in the pension community, and he has presented before various society of actuaries, groups, and meetings. Dave's expert analysis and recommendations allow clients to make intelligent, informed decisions that move them closer to their financial goals. Well, I'm excited to hear what you guys are talking about today, so I'm going to let you get to it. David, thank you so much for joining us today. I am excited about this topic because there are a lot of people out there that have no idea what a cash balance is. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Larry. I'm glad to be here. So let's jump right in there and let's explain to everyone what a cash balance is, David. Sure. A cash balance plan is a defined benefit plan. It's a little different from what a traditional one is where you put money into a plan and at the end of the day, when you get to retirement age, you get an annuity for your life or for the life of you and your spouse. This is different. Cash balance plan looks and feels like a savings plan, 401k savings plan. You put in a contribution credit. I say you've done the two ways. One way is put in a contribution credit that's in the plan document, usually as a percentage of pay. The other way is with an interest credit. Again, it's a plan in the plan document. There'll be an interest credit, usually around 5% to 4%. This is not tied to your assets. It's an actual what you get regardless of what the plan assets do. And that's how you build up an account, they call the cash balance account, which you can take as a distribution, just like you would from a savings plan once you hit retirement. Okay, so let's back up a second. Let's kind of break this down a little bit. So sure. a defined contribution plan really doesn't make a difference what age you are, how much money you're making. It, it's a percentage of assets that you're allowed to put away, and there's a maximum cap that you can put away from your own salary. And then there's also a percentage that an employer could give to you and put in an account. And then you want that account to grow as much as you can. So when you retire, you have a lump sum. That is correct. A defined benefit plan is based upon your age, your salary, probably a few other assumptions that go into that, which we don't have to go into detail. So the closer you are to this age, the more money that you need to generate you a annuity the rest of your the rest of your life. That is correct. That's what a traditional defined benefit plan does. Correct. So now a cash balance pension plan 
combines them both. That's correct. Okay. Instead of looking for an annuity or working toward an annuity, you're working toward a lump sum benefit at retirement. And in today's day and age, if you have that option, everybody takes the lump sum. Right. So this is getting the best of both of those. So why would somebody want to do a cash balance plan rather than a defined contribution plan? Well, it's, first of all, in a defined contribution plan, the limits are much lower for older employees. For instance, for the, it's usually around $67,000 and 67.5 if you're older, if you're over 50. Right. If right. you're younger than 50, it's 67. It goes to 73.5 if you're over 50. In 2023. Yes. Next yes. year. Yep. And a fine benefit plan, you can do five times that depending on your age. Wow. That's a big number. So five times that. So if I just run the numbers, then we're looking at $340,000 that you can put away. So if you're sitting out there and you're a business owner and you're having a great year and you're profitable and you want to save more money and shelter much more in taxes, I'm guessing that's the person that wants to do a cash balance. Plan. That's correct. It's for the baby boomers or the actually anybody 50 and over. It's great if you're a professional work, if you have a partner in a firm, sole proprietor, your business usually is professional businesses, legal or medical, or some company that with a couple of owners that are older. It's perfect because usually you're building up your practice. You don't worry about retirement. All of a sudden, you find out you're 50, 55, or older. You have no money put away for retirement. If you went to the prime contribution, it's not going to build it up in time. Yes. So I do want to caution everyone. This is not for everybody. It really depends upon how your census is. I mean, if you're a if you're the only person in a corporation, then you're this is unbelievably for you. If you have a lot of employees, it may or may not may or may not make sense based upon their ages, their income, how many of that, how much you'd have to give to them. So, like you said, there are certain professions that this leads much more in. And I'm still extremely surprised when we meet with clients and they have the right census and no one's recommended this to them, either their current provider or so they haven't even thought about it. So when they could put this away, I mean, we had a situation where we had a perfect scenario for this and was in the late fifties and a lot of part-time employees. Yes. So it works It works great to be able to put some large amounts away. Yeah, the part-time employees is a good point because in order to get this, we can design plans where they need to get 1,000 hours in a year in order to earn a benefit or even become eligible to be in the plan. So if you have people that work less than 1,000 hours, you never have to cover them under your plan. Yes. So knowing what your census is, knowing what you're earning, being able to shelter some large amounts of money to grow tax deferred for you, this works out perfectly, correct? That's correct. Okay. So let's talk about some of the other scenarios in here. Again, in the defined contribution plan, you're putting money away and you want this pot of money to grow as much as you can. That's not necessarily how you want a cash balance plan to work, correct? That's correct. It's a little balancing game because 
once you hit the maximum amount of, we'll call it the account in there, it's limited by the internal revenue service limits. Once you hit that, you can't take any more out. So if your assets go higher than that amount, you can't take them out of the plan. Yeah. So let's kind of just, again, break it down a little bit. I look at it from, it's is your plan overfunded, underfunded, yeah. properly funded? So you decide you want to put this cash balance in place. And then the actuaries come back and say, this is the minimum amount that you need to put away. This right. is the recommended amount that you need to put away. And why is that? Well, it's also, you left one, left one thing out, the maximum amount you can put uh -huh. away. Okay. Right. Uh, the minimum is an IRS is an IRS requirement. And it's usually less than your contribution credit. The maximum lets you put much more than your contribution credit. The recommended is usually how much that contribution credit is in the plan. Now, if you put a plan in and you got exactly the interest credit that's under the plan, the four or five percent you put in. So just so everyone knows that's you the don't that's, have an overhead funded or underfunded uh uh situation. You just put in the contribution credit, it'd work just like a 401k plan. Right. So if, yeah, go ahead. So what David is mean by interest credit. So in each one of these plans, we're making some assumptions how much the plan needs to grow and the plan could be devised with different numbers and a 4% or a 5% is usually the usual yeah. numbers. So if the plan, if you put in too much and the plan grows, if you've invested in all these great stocks and you think you're doing all, all well, and the plan grows so much, it's grown more than the four, I'm just going to say 4% interest credit. Then you may come back to them and say, by the way, Mr. Client, you can't take deduction this year because your plan grew too much. That is exactly right. Okay. And on the flip side, if you don't put enough in or if you lose money on the investment, so you've invested it too aggressively and it's gone down, now you come knocking back on Mr. Client's door and say, by the way, you got to put more money in to make up for the shortfall. So it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act. You have to monitor it closely. And that's how we get around it. We monitor. We also design the plan. Someone can put in 340 each year. You don't do that. You put in 250. You put it, you know, something lower. So you have something to fall back on. The other thing you can do is once you do that, you, instead of putting in the recommended or the minimum to start off with, put in closer to the maximum. You build up credits mm -hmm. so that, if you have a cash flow problem, can't afford money, you can take those credits and not put money in that year. And then if you have that extra, you didn't put into the max. If you're overfunded, you then can amend the plan to absorb that overfunding. So as you can see, there's definitely some creativity that can go in play and some leeway that goes into play. So just so we know all the players here. So David is an actuary for pension review services. They're the ones who are going to create the plan, put all the, the rates and all the other parameters that go into the plan. And each year, they're going to do a valuation of the plan and come up with 
whether it's funded, overfunded, how much they have to put in, what's the recommended amount. Myself at Hello Wealth Management, we're going to invest the money and we're going to invest the money to get that 4 to 5% credit so we don't get too far overfunded or too far underfunded. So it's important that we both work together to get the best outcome for the client. There's one other nuance. Aha, what's that, David? They changed the law recently. You could take in-service distributions from plans once you hit age 62. Last year or so, they changed it to 59 and a half. So now I can have a plan where I have a someone that's 55 put in the plan. Once they hit put money in, they hit 59 and a half, they can pull whatever they have in the plan out and, and roll it over into an IRA, their 401k plan if they have that. Mm -hmm. They can actually put in a Roth IRA if they want take the taxes now and never have to do it again and earn whatever they want in that rolled over money. At the same time, they continue because they're still actively employed mm -hmm. to get to build up their account again. Right. Now, you don't have to do that, but it's a nice option. Yeah, it's I, a nice option to play. I actually thought you were going somewhere else with yes, the, with, with the, yeah. so now when you're listening to this podcast or you're watching this podcast, we're in 2023. So you may be saying, oh, I missed 2022. I can't do this one because you already passed. And tell us about that change, David. Yes, you can actually adopt the plan right up to your tax, the tax term of your uh, company, your firm. So if you didn't do it in the previous years, I think that was last year was the first year of that yeah. rule. So if you're now looking at it and you're in 2023 and you run all the numbers and your accountant says, oh, you made so much money this year. Don't forget that you can still put in a cash balance plan retroactive for 2022. That to me is a great change. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the other little nuances of the plan. Do all I think we covered this a little bit, but do all employees participate in the plan? All employees who have reached age 21 and had one year of service where they had at least a thousand hours worked have to become participants in the plan. I'll, there is some flexibility, but most firms do it that way. And is there a vesting schedule in this? And there's a vesting schedule. Usually the vesting schedule is three year cliff vesting. So the first three years, people get nothing while they're in there. Then after three years, they're 100% vesting. And can you do a step vesting, a longer step vesting? Usually the cash balance plan has to be a three-year clip. Okay. So what that says is if employees don't stay for three years, they're, they forfeit that money. So it's another nice little incentive for your employees to stay with your plan. And then once they are here three years, they may want to think twice about leaving because yeah. now they're giving some uh, amount of money going forward that they're already vesting. If they go somewhere else, they got to start the vesting all over again. So let's talk about how is the contribution determined for, for each participant? Well, there, there is a gateway. They call it a gateway contribution in order to participate. Okay. Usually we're going for a large contribution for the owners. And because we're going with such a large, the gateway is usually five to seven and a half percent of pay for those employees. Mm -hmm. With that, generally, we can pass non-discrimination and the owner can get the large contribution. And and part of that is also based upon the employee's age and yeah, what oh, their, an employee's uh, age. 
helps in the discrimination tester. Yeah. So if they're younger, there's less that has to go to that particular employee than if they were older. In the cash balance plan, it usually works that when we're doing the testing, mm -hmm. we give each person a, a percentage, 5%, let's say 5%. If you're younger, that 5% is worth a lot more at retirement than the person that's 55 years old and only going for 10 years. So a 25 year that's accumulating for 40 years, for a 55 year old, it's only 10 years. Now, if you've got the owner who's 55, again, it works the same way. Even though he's getting a higher contribution, when you're looking at retirement and you divide by his higher salary as a percentage of salary, that's not worth, that could be worth even less than the 25-year-old as a percentage of pay for him, accumulating it for 40 years. And that's the magic of getting the these plans to pass non-discrimination. Right. So we, want, we want to pass the discrimination, but it's different than a defined benefit plan right. where the contributions are going to be the same yeah. for the yeah. for the employees. So again, when you look at the what you would be able to put away for yourself as the owner, yes. the amount of the tax deduction in most cases for this to work is going to be greater than the amount that you're going to give to the employees. Oh, much more. So now it's really a win-win scenario. You're the owner's able to put more money away, more save money in taxes and give the employees a benefit. And the way I look at it, it's not really costing anything to the employees because they're saving basically the government's paying for it from the tax deduction. Yes. So as you can see, I really like cash balance plan. So that's the first thing we want to look at when we're talking to a business owner and looking at their census and, and if they're profitable, can they, you know, can they do this? So, so let's just talk about one, one other scenario. So if you have a cash balance plan, can you also have a 401k plan? You certainly do. And in most cases, when you have employees, we do what's called a combo plan. It's marrying a profit-sharing plan and a cash balance plan. Why that works so well is that we can use the profit-sharing contributions for the employees to pass, to get the larger cash balance contribution for the employer. And, that's, and the reason it works so well is the IRS, since the 1990s, have put in that you can do test these profit-sharing contributions and say, okay, what are they worth as a annuity at 65 is how they test all these things is you use eight and a half percent interest. Hmm. So if you, so if you're looking at the big cash balance plan, even your 4% interest credit, we only have to take that and bring it to retirement at 4%. While we take what we're giving to the employees and we can assume that it's earning eight and a half percent. So you really have a lot of bang for the buck in testings that the IRS has given us. Right. And I know if you're sitting out there, you may be saying, eh, what are you talking about? It's right. a little bit confusing. So we can, you know, boil that down and show you to you in numbers and how it w works for each one of your, each one of your employees. The bottom line is by having the profit sharing plan integrated in there, you're able to put more money away for your, for yourself by some of these uh, actuarial calculations. And so David, any final words you'd like to mention to our audience out there? Sure. Uh, if you're interested, if you're uh 
baby boomer, if you're at 50 years old, you work as a professional, or it's just it's your mom and pop shop. If you haven't put enough money away for retirement, don't fear. Do a cash balance plan. We can build up your money very quickly and uh, leave you with two to $3 million of retirement money. Awesome. So David, if somebody wanted to get a hold of pension review services, what's the best way of them reaching out to you? They can call me at 516-503-4330 or reach me by email at dyackle, Y-A-C-K-E-L, A-C-T, which is just abbreviation of actuary, at gmail.com. David, thank you so much. As you can see from my voice, I'm, I get real excited about the cash balance plan. So I hope everybody out there has learned a little bit more on some of the advantages of the cash balance plan. Whether it works for you, we don't know, but you can give David a call. You can also you can give our office a call. You can reach out to us at uh, hellowealthmanagement.com or call, call the main office number at 631-248-3600. And we'll have a conversation to see if this can work for you. So, David, thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Larry. Guys, this has been fantastic. Larry, this is what I love. I mean, you bring in somebody, you guys have a conversation that some of it, I'll be honest, went over my head. Uh, (laughs) But this is the network that you've created. These are the folks that you're bringing on for educational purposes. These are the folks that you rely on within your very deep bench of network affiliates, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if it did get a little bit technical here, David did a good job trying to explain it, but we understand it may be a little technical there. I try to kind of bring it down a little bit to the layperson. No, that's great. I think it it really needs to be said out there. But but again, we kind of show a presentation when you see the numbers, it comes a lot of it comes into clarity. But you're right. Having David and pension review services as part of a team that works for you is really the way that you're going to be able to save more money and retire better. Yep, absolutely. Again, guys, thank you so much. Great podcast. And of course, our last thank you always goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life Unlimited podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'd appreciate a like and a follow there as well. We humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review. This actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time.